Welcome to Step Monsters, a podcast all about the highs and lows of step parenthood. I'm Elise and this is Bailey. We're two friends bonded by this crazy stepmom world. Welcome back to Step Monsters. We had originally planned a topic for this episode, but after hearing from several of you, we decided that we are going to talk about a different topic, which Bailey will get into, but I wanted to start off the episode by saying that we're so happy with everyone that's following us on Instagram, the overwhelming messages we've gotten from all of you on pieces of advice that you would like, and others have also mentioned that Sometimes you'd like us to go into more detail on certain aspects of our lives and as a stepmom or anyone in a co-parenting situation, but I feel specifically stepmoms are really under a microscope for things that we say, things that we do, how it will affect others involved in our situation that we've got to be cognizant of. So while we can't open up our entire lives to everyone um, or share the amount of detail that some may be requesting, we definitely love being able to give advice to all of you and share our thoughts and possible insights. And we're not perfect. We make mistakes along the way, and we may need to pivot at certain points if things that we say and do upset others. So it's something that we all have dealt with as stepmoms. And so it's one of those things that we've we've just got to navigate. Agreed. We've all been there. And if any of you follow us on Instagram, You saw a lot of stories this week about speaking up, having a voice, and you may have noticed that we temporarily had to make our Instagram private, but that was just to get a little bit of control over a certain situation and make sure that, you know, we were being smart and we were being mindful of everyone that listens and doing the right thing. But we're we're back up and back running now. And while we had a topic that we wanted to discuss originally for this episode, we are going to pivot for a few reasons, mainly earlier this week, I had launched a Ask Us Anything on Instagram and found that a ton of the questions that we got were around dealing with people not liking you. So everyone knows that being a stepmom is hard. We've talked about that. We can talk about that until we're blue in the face. But one of the things that I realized after reading all of your questions was we all need support. And it's really hard to cope with people not liking you. I think I've actually mentioned on an episode previously that I I personally have struggle when people don't like me. I like people to like me and it really personally bothers me and upsets me when I know someone doesn't, which put me in a stepmom situation where I'm automatically not liked by a bunch of people just based on the fact that I'm a stepmom. It was really, really hard for me to deal with and really hard for me to cope with. So I'm gathering that by all the questions that I've gotten this week, that it's really hard for you too. So that's what today's episode is going to talk about. We're going to talk about how to deal with the haters, how to deal with people that don't like like you and say bad things about you and how you can stay sane through all of that. So one of the questions that I wanted to bring up, which is actually funny, it's a little story. So the ask us anything, the question wasn't really a question. It was more a statement. It was toxic mothers. And when I read that, I originally was thinking you meant toxic bio moms. And so my response to that statement or question, however you want to look at it, was, listen, there's nothing you can do. You can only control you. They try to tear you down. They try to find things wrong with you. They 
talk bad about you to other people. But at the end of the day, you're the one married to your partner, not her. So do right by your partner always. Do right by your stepkids. And no matter what, just be yourself and really screw the nasty people that say mean things about you. And the person who had sent in this question or statement actually messaged me in addition to my response and said, I actually meant my husband's mother. I didn't mean the bio mom. (laughs) And she had said that her husband's mother had a really great relationship with his ex-wife and even post-divorce still does. And his mom and his ex-wife still hang out together. They do brunch dates together. They do play dates with the kids together and are still friends. And she was just feeling as the new wife, I'm alienated. I have no in-law. I have no grandma support, no Gigi support. And she's like, no matter what I try to do, she hates me. She still regrets the fact that my husband divorced his ex-wife and I feel like there is no winning. And I just said back to her, I'm like, well, first of all, that sucks. And second of all, I mean, you tell me how you feel about this, but you got to put that a little bit back on the husband too, because I know for sure if my husband's mom was treating me nasty and was alienating me and being super rude to me, he would check her and he would be like, you cannot treat my wife like that. She's my wife. I married her. You need to respect her. And she's a part of this family, whether you agree with it or not. What would you do in that situation? I'd be interested to know what his relationship is like with his mom and if she's around frequently, if she's just, you know, rude in person to her. I think if I were in that situation, and thankfully I haven't ever been, but I would probably try to have a very frank conversation with her and say, I get the sense that you don't like me. I know you have a good relationship with his ex-wife and I wish that we could have the same thing. I'm a human being. I love your son. And what can I do to try to make our relationship better? So while I agree with you that definitely he should have a conversation with his mom, sounds like maybe he doesn't have a good relationship with his mom. So maybe he's just not willing to have that conversation. But if it's important to you as a stepmom or a second wife, even if you don't have stepkids, you could still have this scenario. I think that you just have to have a tough conversation with her and figure out where she's at, what her baseline is, why she feels that way. Maybe there's a reason and you're not aware. And it's something that you can have a conversation and have a better understanding and maybe change whatever that looks like. Fingers crossed. That's hard. It is hard. And at the end of the day, I mean, you could do a sit down with her and she could still feel the same way after all of that. And there's nothing you can do. If you've done everything that you could to open up that line of communication and to figure out why she feels that way about you and she still doesn't want a relationship with you, then you have to figure out, is this a deal breaker for me? And if your husband was really close with her and she still treated you that way, it would make me wonder, why is my husband not having my back? But if they didn't have that close of a relationship, then you know, you can distance yourself from certain family members. I feel very strongly about that. I mean, there a lot of people will say like, well, they're blood, I have to love them. And I'm sorry, but that's a little bullshit. Because I feel like that's always an excuse for family members to just abuse each other and to, you know, put up with like toxicity and situations where you normally wouldn't. And I don't really care if you're blood related to me or not. If you treat me like garbage, I don't, I don't want a relationship with you. Yeah, I agree. I have like even some distant family members that I just were so on opposite pages of, you know, everybody has their family drama. But yeah, I think that you have to figure out if it's a hard line for you and maybe just let it go. If you can't let it go because she's always around, then you got to figure something out. 
I agree. One of the other questions that we got and also related to in-law family is what do you do when in-law family, mainly sisters, seem to still have loyalty to the ex and hate you? And my response was there's not really much you can do. Sisters especially, man. Sisters are hard and sisters can be catty and you can do the same thing with them that you had just recommended with the mom. You can sit down and say, I feel like you don't like me. Is it something that I did? Or, you know, is there a way for us to have a relationship? I feel like that is really important for me. And I had just told this follower, I said, just be kind and make sure that you also like be kind, but don't be a pushover. You know, if they're doing things that are like blatantly disrespectful and being mean to you, I for sure draw the line at bullying. Like don't ever tolerate that. It's just absolutely not necessary. So stand up for yourself if you feel like you have to. But if you really just can't build that relationship with them, you you just got to let it go. You cannot control other people. The interesting thing about this question is it got me thinking. So my brother has been married for, I don't know, five years and he married his high school sweetheart. Well, we all went to the same college and they broke up in college for a brief time. And her and I were living together with Uh, several other friends of ours. And if they were to ever get a divorce and he were to get remarried, it would be hard for me because I'm so close with her. I think that the best thing that I would recommend if I put myself in that scenario as a sister who has a strong relationship with the sister-in-law and if she became the ex-wife, that's your advice is sage advice because all you can do is continue to put on your best face, be nice, do do the most that you can to let them know that you are a good person, that you want to have a good relationship and don't give them any reason to not like you. I wouldn't get upset with how they feel. I think that it's maybe just one of those things that it will get better with time as long as you continue to try to make it work. And sister, yeah, sisters can be territorial <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> Most definitely. So do you, you had said that you've been pretty lucky and you have good relationships with your husband's family. So no like in-law dramas, right? No, not on our end. That's good. I don't have any in-law drama either. Although I do know that my husband's aunt does still have a relationship with his ex-wife. They still send each other like birthday, Christmas cards and still talk every now and again. But it, the good thing about that is, is it hasn't prevented his aunt from also having a relationship with me. She doesn't feel like she has to pick sides and her and I still chat and I don't mind that she still chats with my husband's ex. I mean, that's her relationship. They were married for 13 years together for 17. So shoot, when you spend that much time with somebody and they're a part of your family, it's really hard to just cut them out entirely, especially if you like each other. So I, I tried to not let things like that really bother me. That's the thing. There are relationships that are built outside of the primary one. And so it can get kind of complicated on the back end if there's a divorce, because like you said, people may love that person and want to stay connected for whatever reason. And you really can't be mad even if you divorce the person. But if your family still wants to stay connected to them to a certain degree, I think there are boundaries there, but you've got to definitely let people be who they are and live their lives. Yes. Another thing that came up was something that I think is just an obvious question, but worth talking about anyways, is people struggling with the bio mom, not just not liking them, but actively hating them and actively trying to get the kids to hate them. And the thing about that is, is there's just, it's inevitable in some way. If you're in a situation where you actually, as a stepmom, have a relationship at all, or even a good one with the bio mom, I'm here to tell you, you are lucky and part of the 1%. So pat yourself on the back, perhaps write a book. If the divorce was 
amicable and mutual, then the likelihood of that is a little bit higher. But most divorces are not. One person had actually written and said, me and my husband were together for four years strong, but just got married last month. And all of a sudden, the bio mom is causing all of these problems. But for the past four years had been completely fine. And now that they're married is just starting to ruffle feathers and bring things up that are completely unnecessary. And she's asking why. And my response to her is she's probably jealous and still hurting from their divorce and from their separation. That's really the only reason that I can think of that would validate that type of behavior and those types of situations. If you're not hurting, why would you drum up a bunch of stuff that just does not need to be brought up? And not only that, but why would you proactively try to get your kids to hate their dad and his new wife? Like, wouldn't you want like a good, stable home environment? To me, it just, I don't know, it seems a little bit crazy, but I'm not in that situation. So perhaps I would feel differently if I was. But any advice for her other than what I had already said? I think that you have to put yourself when, so anytime that I'm dealing with a situation that's foreign to me, I always try to put myself in the position of the other person. And I think in some way, shape or form, if this isn't your first relationship, you've dealt with something like that. So for me, it would be, it's hard when there's a breakup, especially when you've, even if you've been with someone for two years, it's hard to have a breakup and then see them move on. And you may in your mind, especially if you had been married previously, think, oh, well, they may date, but they're not ever going to get remarried. I was the person they wanted to marry. And even though it didn't work out, I don't think they're going to get married again. So they may have, there may be expectations on the other side that things like that, and then they're disappointed and it dredges up a lot of stuff for them that they now have to deal with and are projecting onto you. So again, I wouldn't let that emotion that they're having affect you. You know, you can't control how they feel or what they say and do. You can only control how you feel. And so just keep that in mind. Yeah, that's so important. Took me way too many years in therapy to actually be able to to act on that because it's really easy to say, but actually not letting that stuff get to you or not letting it eat you alive. Like I would be lying if I said that that stuff still doesn't bother me, but I don't let it consume me. And I think that is a huge shift and a huge difference that I felt after going to therapy for a couple of years, trying to figure out like, what the heck am I doing in this situation? How did I get here? How do I deal with this? Where's my place in this house? And with these people that I all of a sudden, I've just like inherited a whole bunch of people that hate me for no reason. They don't even know me. And it's been crazy. Well, it makes you self-reflect and you question what you already know about yourself. You say, you know, if all of these people feel this way about me, or even if just one person feels this way about me, is there some truth behind it? And so I think sometimes that all, you know, that happens to all of us where we we go inward and we just have to do some, you know, self-reflection and remind ourselves that we're good people and we're doing the best we can. Yes. Do the best you can and don't beat yourself up if the best you can is different from the best somebody else can. I mean, you can't compare no situation, especially in a blended family is the same. There is literally no family that has the exact same scenario. I mean, you can find commonalities here and there, but it's different. There's no written handbook for this. That I mean, there's no manual for how to blend a family without any sort of conflict. It's just not a thing. If there was, we wouldn't have this podcast. 
This is very true. This is very true. Another question that someone had asked was how to avoid resenting the kids when the bio mom teaches to hate me and dad. And you could go a lot of different directions with this answer. However, where I chose to focus my response to her was you have to remember this. They're children and children's brains don't fully develop, especially their ability to reason and logic and understand consequences for their actions that doesn't actually develop fully until they're 25. And that's why kids in high school make some of the stupidest decisions is because they can't fully comprehend or don't have the ability to think through how their actions have consequences. So that's why children are so easily manipulated or easily persuaded to be thinking one way or another. I mean, that's also outside of just a blended family situation. That's why when we're growing up, we find ourselves gravitating towards a lot of things that existed in our household growing up with our parents. It could be food. It could be your favorite drink. It could be your Friday night routine. We develop our habits based on what we're learning when we're kids. So that development time is is so critical. And it's so easy to give a kid an opinion of your own and have them immediately adopt the same thing without questioning it at all. Because that's also what we teach them, right? You're an adult, you're an authoritative figure. So what you say is true, I trust you. And what you say, I also have to do that. That's my responsibility as a child to have to follow you. So part of me is like, can you really fault them for following? what their mom or what their dad might say about you? Is it totally their fault? And I I find myself kind of in the middle of this because the older they get, I feel like the more they should understand. Like by the time they're teenagers, you better be at least starting to figure out a way to form your own opinion. And we've seen that in our situation. I mean, we've made a point to absolutely never, ever badmouth their mom. That was a rule that we set from day one. Say nothing bad about her, no matter what. And there were times where it was hard, but the things that we struggled with with her, they now see on their own. We never had to say a word in order for them to recognize the things that we were struggling with eventually. So I told this follower, all you can do is let them get older, let them come to their own conclusions. They will eventually see the bigger picture. It may not be till they're 25, but you are responsible for your actions. So you can control how you speak about their mom or their dad, and you can show them love and kindness and also set your boundaries for what will be tolerated in your house and what won't be in terms of words that are used and behaviors that are used. And as far as resentment goes, I mean, if you have a little bit of empathy with the fact that they're kids, but then also are really good at protecting your own heart by setting those boundaries, I think it will at least get you a couple steps ahead. It's never going to make it okay. And it's never going to make it right or perfect, but it should help at least with your coping in a situation where you're like, I just want to ring someone's freaking neck. I've had this conversation with my mom before. So she wasn't sure what even the next five years of our relationship would look like. Would I feel this way forever? Would I always hate her is what I said. Of course, I don't think that I really felt that way. But at times where I wasn't getting my way, I said some pretty mean things. And now we're best friends. I go to her for everything. We talk every single day. So I think you have to keep in mind. And I always try to remind myself, is this going to matter in five days? 
Is this going to matter in five months? Is this going to matter in five years? And be steadfast with my approach and being kind, showing love, doing all of the positive things. Does that mean that I don't make mistakes? Absolutely not. There are times where I don't, I'm an imperfect person and I make the wrong choices. But I think as long as bigger picture, we think that, you know, we've got to continue to try to make sure that we're doing all of the things that could bring them back and could make our relationship stronger in five days and five months and five years, however long that may take. So that's something that I, I try to keep in mind for myself and for any situation that I might be dealing with that type of relationship is happening. I mean, most definitely that advice doesn't end at stepmoms or stepdads or anybody in a blended family scenario. If you have teenagers, you can apply that as well. <laughs> um, I was definitely the same way. My stepdad, if you want to talk about resent, I was super resentful for my stepdad, which is kind of weird because he's known me since I was three. So it's not like he came into the picture when I was a teenager or when I was even in elementary school. I mean, he knew me when I was little, little. My parents were divorced when I was one. So he's really the person that I knew as a father figure for the majority of my life. I mean, I, I do still have a relationship with my dad, but he lives on the other side of the world. So in terms of just like everyday fatherly things, that was mostly with my stepdad. But man, it did not stop me from resenting the heck out of him when I was in middle school. And when I was in high school, I was so nasty to him. But now I'm, you know, in my mid 30s. And we have a great relationship. He also has a great relationship with my husband. And none of that stuff matters anymore. Now we're a great functioning family. Two things. I have so many questions for your stepdad, so cannot wait to have him on. Second thing, I'm really glad no one has reached out and said that their husbands don't like them. So small win. And it's been awesome hearing from you guys on Instagram. We've heard from several of you on our Gmail account as well, looking for advice or wanting to vent. And I think we're building a great supportive community that definitely is needed with the roles that we play and the struggles and just the varying degrees of whatever your crazy looks like. Like. So continue to reach out to us at, at Stepmonster Podcast for Instagram and our Gmail is stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. And we can't wait to hear from you guys. Toodaloo.